0: Thanks, Tone. Good morning. Good to be here this morning with you. If we haven't met, my name is Char, and I'm the family life pastor here at Faith. I'm not often up here in this pulpit because Pastor Brad, our fantastic lead pastor, is a gifted preacher, but he happens to be out of town. He and Jill are in Portland, Oregon, at a nephew's wedding this weekend, and they're making a little bit of an extended weekend out of it, so good for them. And In the meantime, I get to lead our message time this morning. And this morning's message is going to look a little different than a typical one, so hang tight. I hope that you'll find the next half hour or so to be fruitful and encouraging. We are going to do Q&A this morning, which is something that we do from time to time after the message time, where we get a chance to interact with you and you get a chance to ask us some questions. So. We're doing this a little differently this morning because often you can text in a message, but if you text in a message this morning, Pastor Brad in Portland is not going to be able to respond. So keep in mind as I and we are talking this morning, um, jot down any questions that you might have. Um, You can pass it into the center and they'll be collected after we're done talking. Um, Also, Tone Waters is gonna be helping pass a mic around if you would rather ask if something comes to you spontaneously afterwards. And we have a panel of people who'll be joining me in a little bit and they have indicated an interest in um, being available to you after the service too if you don't want your question posed publicly. So keep that in mind as we're talking. So if you've been here in recent weeks, you know that we're in the middle of a series called The Body which has been an interesting journey through all kinds of topics related to our physical bodies, all of which assume the reality that as physical human beings created in the image of God, we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance as our way of life. So bottom line, each and every one of us is created specifically in the image of God to live a way of life that fulfills a purpose that extends beyond this life. Let me say that again. Each one of us is created specifically in the image of God to live a way of life that fulfills a purpose that extends beyond this life. Before we go any further, let's pray. Father God, we are grateful to be here. We're thankful for the, the life in our bodies, for the breath that we breathe, for the world that you've created us to live in and among. We thank you for the bodies that you've given us, and God, we offer them to you this morning in deeper and more personal ways. And God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. All right, today's topic is stewarding the body. So what comes to mind generally when we think about stewarding our body? Eating right, exercising, keeping our weight in check, getting enough sleep, etc. Our culture talks an awful lot about our bodies, doesn't it? We're bombarded with messages and images about our bodies pretty much 24-7, and it doesn't take much more than the gift of either sight or hearing to learn what is valued culturally with regards to our bodies. Look like this, not that. Wear this, not that. Go to this gym. Eat this, not that. Try this workout. Put all ten products in your hair every morning. Try this diet. You get the picture, right? And what's behind most of those messages? Take care of your body so that you can look good and feel good and maybe even earn the envy of those around you while you're at it. And yet, here we are this morning, the gathered church. We are people who are equally bombarded with these messages, and yet, we are called to be different, to think and act and talk and live differently, to be set apart. We read that God is not concerned with outward appearances because he looks at our hearts. And we know that we're supposed to do likewise. But most importantly, and this is the center of our conversation this morning, we are people who believe radically at the core something different about the ownership of our bodies and why we take care of them. This morning, we're going to listen to God's word and God's people to hear how we might take care of our bodies in practical ways, in a manner that keeps first things first and honors God in the process. So at the core, it's an ownership issue. Quite simply, while culture talks about my body and your body, about looking good, to feel good about ourselves or to impress others, to attract a mate, to post cute selfies, yes, also to live a healthy life for our families and our loved ones, Not all messages that culture gives us, by the way, are self-centered and superficial. But as followers of Jesus, we believe that our bodies, along with everything else that exists, don't actually belong to us. They belong to God. And they are given to us as vessels through which we are created to do good works, to love and serve others, to advance God's kingdom. And he has entrusted the care of these vessels to us, Bottom line, our bodies are gifts to us, and God calls us to be stewards of these precious gifts. So the word steward is the critical one here. What does it mean to steward something in general? Well, a steward of, every, of anything refers to a person who manages another's property or financial affairs, one who administers anything as the agent of another or others or a person who has charge of the household of another, buying or obtaining food, directing the servants, etc. So that's in general. So the biblical definition of steward, doctrine of steward, begins with God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You all know that. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. All that there is belongs to God, including us. And we, as human beings created in God's image, are to care for this world. We are given the responsibility and the authority to care for this world and everything that there is, to be stewards of what belongs to God. So what do we see? We see management, responsibility, and care for something that belongs to someone else, namely God. In other words, this flesh that we embody, it's not ours. My body isn't mine to do whatever I want with, neither is yours as Christ ones, we have been entrusted with a sacred trust to care for the bodies that we've been given, the ones that are made in the very image of God, the ones in whom the very spirit of God resides. And what does that look like? Well, that's a very important question. As we take a stab at answering that question, we're going to do something different. In just a few minutes, I'm going to be inviting three people to join me, folks who are experts in a field or area related to stewarding our bodies, and we're going to have a conversation, the four of us. I'll be joined by a medical doctor, Dr. Angela Noble, who's already been mentioned. She's a hospitalist in pediatrics and internal medicine, an integrative nutrition health coach, and an elite marathon runner. Three different perspectives, three unique sets of experiences, and much more knowledge about the care of our bodies than I have. I will sit among them as a trained counselor and as a pastor, and I'm hoping that the four of us are able to help bring light to what it looks like and acts like to care for our bodies. But first, a few scripture verses that pertain to this to help center us and frame our conversation. First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have received from God you are not your own you were bought at a price therefore honor God with your bodies Romans 12:1 Therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices holy and pleasing to God this is your spiritual act of worship Proverbs 4:22 God's words are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. God's word brings health to us. Romans 6.13, Offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. 1 Corinthians 10.31, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Proverbs 23.2, this one's a little snarky. Put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. Yikes. 1 Timothy 4.8, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Philippians 1.20, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now and always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. And I sit with many people who who are reaching the end of their life, who are actively dying, and I tell you, it is a beautiful and powerful thing to give glory to God in your last breaths. <laughs> this last verse isn't really about the body, but in my season of life, it could be. Ecclesiastes 10, 18, Laziness leads to a sagging roof and idleness leads to a leaky house. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Let that sit for a moment. <laughs> All right. I am going to invite my three panel experts to come on up and join me, and we are going to have a conversation. Quick note as they come forward and grab a stool, um, We are not the epitome of perfection, (laughs) okay? None of us has it all together, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, cognitively, relationally. You get the picture. We are not up here because we are claiming to be perfect. Um, We are up here because we all have something that we feel. You can come over here in a little semicircle. that we can offer to you because we are able to focus our time specifically on different things. So hopefully together. One of us is a body within a body. Do you see that one? (laughs) How beautiful is that? (laughs) Three weeks, right? All right. Why don't we start by having you three introduce yourselves, who you are, what you do, where you work, anything else you'd like to say? Oh, and there's your mic. Yes. That's your mic to sure. share.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Alex Stahlberger. I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach. I specialize in guiding people through um, stress resilience training and burnout resistance, but basically what that means is I help you implement um, these, these things that we hear from our doctors, the things that we know we would benefit from doing and um, integrate them into our lives in really meaningful and valuable ways. So we're grounding it in our, in our values.
2: I'm Angela Noble. Um, I'm a hospitalist, so I am a physician that works uh, solely in the hospital. I am uh, dual boarded in pediatrics and internal medicine, so I take care of all ages from newborns. I work at um, Abbott and mainly Minneapolis Children's, some at Gillette. So I take care of newborns at Abbott. I see children admitted to the Children's Hospital. And I see adults at Abbott admitted, see teenagers and kids in the psychiatric unit at Abbott as well. So I do a lot of different things, but um, only in the hospital.
3: Good morning. I'm Kevin Zanker, and actually, um, I work at home as a staff accountant, but that's not why they brought me up here. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm leap marathon runner for Team World Vision, and this is my seventh year uh, running for them.
0: And accounting. It's probably part of our health too, right, in some way? Financial so <laughs> well being? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, thank you. Um, so, first question I'll ask. And I told them ahead of time, they don't have to answer every single question. We're gonna, this is kind of going to be a free flowing ish. This will be fantastic. So, question What does it mean to steward your body well in light of your specific line of work?
3: Well, I got the, I got the mic, so I might as well start. Um, <laughs> No, I think, think of uh, eating habits, you know. Um, I'm definitely not perfect in what I eat. I do uh, reduce the amount of sugar I eat, um, less processed food, I maybe have a handful of sodas in a year, so very limited, um, and very little alcohol. Um, but that has to do with something I'll tell you later. Um, even I do run, do aerobics like six days uh, a week and lift weights four days a week, but it's very important that I take a day off from that So kind of give my body a Sabbath so I'm not uh, overworking and Recovery is really Im- important in what I do. So making sure after workouts I have a um, eat well drink well get, get enough sleep and uh, Hydrate so that's kind of what keeps me going.
2: I like all those answers. (laughs) Um, Because my work is mostly dealing with sick people. Um, A lot of kind of how I see steward-the-bodying is taking care of yourself, both in health and in sickness. But um, particularly when when you're sick, taking care of your body, taking your medications as prescribed, seeing your doctor, um, you know, easier said than done, doing a lot of the things that we think we know we're supposed to do. but I think doing, you know, being honest with yourself and knowing what, what your limitations are and, um, and, and being honest with your doctors saying, you know, if, um, as an example, if, if you're prescribed a medication that requires three times a day and you know you're not gonna take it, well, be honest with your doctor and do that. So I think having continued conversations with your healthcare providers, knowing what you're able to do and if, you know, ideally getting eight hours of sleep is great. I don't do that. I mean, we <laughs> probably all should, but but being honest with yourself and knowing what, what you think you can do um, and, and striving to, you know, push yourself to do even a little better um, if, if possible.
1: I would just add that as a steward, and what I And when I do, I think it's really important to remember um, to do everything with intention, um, to remember why you're doing something in the first place, and when you're taking action, what are those actions gonna allow you the ability to do? So when I and i consider this when i'm working with somebody i need to be making sure i'm taking care of my body well so my mind is sharp so i can connect with somebody very clearly and um, make sure that that connection is going to be impactful Um, but i you know the physical aspects of doing that is making sure i get my sleep and making sure i do eat foods that are going to provide me that sustained energy so that way i can do the the good stuff, you know, that connection that's going to cultivate that transformation. So, seeing these actions throughout the day, like taking medications as prescribed, as a thing that's going to empower you to do the work that you were placed here on this earth to do.
0: Super. I guess I keep this. I have a mic. (laughs) All right. So, how does our experience of health impact how we live out our faith?
1: I love this question, um, so I would like to start by saying that it, how we experience our health, um, what we feel like we are capable of doing, and what we know we were, we were placed here on this earth to do are entirely interconnected. So if we are feeling not, um, if we're experiencing health, in a way that we don't feel like we are healthy or we don't feel like we have that vitality. It impacts what we might say yes to. And um, when it comes to living out our faith, uh, that can impact the way that we say yes to God sometimes. So preparing our bodies ahead of time, knowing that God can ask anything of us at any time, our job is to keep prepared physically, emotionally, And spiritually, so we can...